Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Toolbox. My name is Laquita Monley, and I'd like to take the time to give each of you a very special welcome to the show today. I'm excited that you all have joined us, and it is my desire that you will be blessed with tools that will help you grow as an entrepreneur, as well as tools that you will find valuable for your own personal growth and development. Today's show is sponsored by Covenant Press. We all know the importance of how we represent ourselves. The things we say and the things we do influence the people around us. It's all about the message we are sending, including the things that we wear. Christians can be more aware of the message we bring to others in their clothing with Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory store that is fearfully and wonderfully made. If you want to wear the message of Christ and Christianity, then go to their website at covenantpress.com. That's www.covenant-press.com. For the next 24 hours, you will get half off the purchase of $40 or more using discount code FAVORED at the checkout. Sign up and become a member to receive points for future purchases. Again, that's covenantpress.com, www.covenant-press.com to get half off your purchase of $40 or more using discount code FAVORED at the checkout. Tell your friends and family about covenantpress.com so we can all share the message. That's www.covenant-press.com. Welcome to Laquita's Toolbox, where we deliver relevant content in the form of tools that empower entrepreneurs to elevate personally and professionally. Good is only good until greater is envisioned. You know there's another level in you. Here we discuss the tools to get you there. Lean in as Laquita and her guests present you with strategies and insight for unlocking your full potential to realize your boldest dream. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another great episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I am your host, Laquita Monley, and today we have another great guest uh, with us who's going to be sharing some amazing tools. As you guys know, uh, the purpose of this show is to provide tools that can help you grow as entrepreneurs, as well as tools to most importantly help you develop on a personal uh, development level. And today I have with us Miss Angela Lay. She is an author, and I think I just said her name wrong. Lee. <laughs> yeah, we, we just talked about that. <laughs> And I still got it wrong. Oh, my God. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. Scratch what I said. Her name is Angela. She's going to fix the pronunciation of her last name for us. But she is she's an amazing entrepreneur. She has a wonderful story and a great new children's uh, series of books that have come out. And we're going to talk a little bit about all of that in today's episode. So sit mm -hmm. back, get something to write with and something to write on because you don't want to miss any of the tools that Angela will provide to us today. Hi, Angela. How are you today? I am so well today. Thank you. And just for the listeners, my name is Angela Lee. 
<laughs> and we just like yeah. literally talked about that. And I well, went right in and messed spelled, it up. It's spelled oddly. It's L-E-G-H. And so that confuses. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your understanding. I do. You know, we, we talked a couple of weeks ago and you shared some just, we had a great conversation, really enjoyed it. And I really wanted to be able to bring you on to the podcast and share some information with our audience um, based on your journey and your areas of expertise. And today, um, I'd really love for you to share some things with and have a conversation with us about how your emotions drive your decisions and what we can do to take control of those emotions so that we don't always make those emotional based decisions. Well, you know, it's interesting because what I truly teach is how to face all emotions. Um, my back history is my father was a raging alcoholic. And when I say raging, I mean raging. He um, was a very angry man. And the treatment that he gave to us, or his kids and my mother, um, was pretty horrific. And I grew up repressing anger because I was not going to be like him. But what I didn't realize is that we can never truly escape an emotion. It stays with us. No matter how much we try to escape or push it away, we're carrying the energy of that emotion with us. Until we can face it and allow it to flow, we're stuck carrying that energy. It can create cellular changes. It can make us ill. But also it can control the way, the way we react to different things. So the things that trigger us are actually actions that bring up within us the energy that we never let go, mm. that emotion that we never allowed to flow. So when I was repressing anger, I was very reactive to people who were angry. I couldn't understand why would you choose to be angry? Because to me, anger was a feeling that was to be avoided. And so, as you can see, I, my reactions were based on what I was repressing. So that your response um, to anger as an emotion was really based off of the negative experiences that you had with that emotion as a child. Mm -hmm. And so then into your adulthood, instead of um, managing anger or mm -hmm. recognizing that anger is just something that it's a response, you know, a response or an indicator, if you will, it yeah. was just flat out negative for you. And so because it's negative, I, we're just not going to deal with it. We're not going to have it. And other people shouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much described me. Yeah. And what, what I call myself now, I was toxically positive. Wow. Because I, I only allowed my good feelings through and I was in denial of all my bad feelings. 
No. Or, you know, good, bad feelings are just feelings. We're the ones who give them the labels. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I cannot imagine um, did that the, that had to have caused some health issues with all of that. Your own personal if you got angry, because I mean, anger is something that naturally occurs, you know? Yeah. You said it so well, toxic positivity. There's no way you're not ever angry in life. Somebody somewhere <laughs> at some point is going to make you angry, right? Like, you know, uh, how, yes. <laughs> how did, you know, how does that work? Like, <laughs> well, so some of the energy comes out in an alternative, acceptable way. So for me, I wouldn't let myself get angry, but I would let myself be sad. Mm -hmm. And so my response to anger would be to start crying. Okay. And so some of the energy was released, but not all because <laughs> anger is an energy that, um, when it's allowed to build, when, because every time you repress, it's just adding to that burden that you're carrying. Mm -hmm. So for me, anger built and built and built and built. And because I would not allow myself to feel it, I would, um, in, in my toxic marriage, I would basically allow, 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 allow until I was pushed beyond my barriers. And then I would explode in anger. Mm -hmm. And I equate that to um, when we repress or reject a feeling, we add it to a backpack and we carry it around. There are times when the backpack becomes so overloaded, the seams split and then mm -hmm. all those feelings come tumbling out. Mm. So even though anger was something that you viewed in a negative fashion, obviously you're human. So at some point that emotion had to come out. Yeah. Uh, and so it would erupt out um, in, I don't want to say a negative way, but not in a way that made you happy. Well, that yeah, I, I hated myself when I, when I would erupt in anger mm. because it wasn't acceptable to me. And the, the thing I realize now is, you know, anger is just an emotion. Mm -hmm. It is a feeling we have in response to something going on. Anger can be very righteous. Mm. It, yep. it doesn't have to be good or mm -hmm. bad. It's mm -hmm. simply an emotion. Mm -hmm. And there are tools we can use to allow the emotions to flow without engaging them. So let's talk about, I want to, I want to talk about those tools. Definitely. Um, but before we do that, what was, um, what made the shift for you to, mm to say, okay, you know what, maybe I'm, I'm, I don't have the right thought process as it relates to anger. And maybe I need to start approaching this differently. Like, 
what was a trigger or what was, you know, a series or however you came to that space. <laughs> like, you know, it was maybe a I need pathway. to do something different. Yeah, a pathway. Yeah. All right. That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I, I had an abusive father and I got married at a young age to a man who it turned out his normal response to life was anger. Mm. And so it was a toxic relationship in that I rejected anger. He was angry. He felt I was rejecting him. That made him more angry. Mm. So um, that in many ways turned out it was an emotionally abusive marriage. And my abuse of him was in my rejection of his method of dealing with life. Mm. his abuse of me was multi-layered <laughs> emotionally abused mm -hmm. um you know he the the yelling for hours at me was probably for me the worst of the abuse because it what it the energy from my childhood matched that energy mm-hmm that 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 had to be that that had to be unbearable. The, the very thing that triggered your unhealthy pro way to process anger was mm -hmm. now from childhood to adulthood, and now I don't know what to do with this. Like, you know, how did you make that that healthy transition out of that out of the negative marriage? And not just that, you know, into a better, better way of thinking about how do I assess and how do I deal with anger? You know, it started with a wildfire, which, you know, how many people say all the positive change in my life started with a huge crisis? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm weird that way. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. In 2017, we lost our home and everything we owned to a wildfire. Mm. So it was like overnight. We we were, you know, middle income, successful people, overnight homeless and mm. um, overnight with nothing, wow. just the clothes on our back. It It was an amazing, um, shocking thing to happen. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it, it wasn't, the shift wasn't quick. It happened over months, okay. over months. I realized, um, when I'd go into stores, you know, the fire happened in October and winter was coming. Northern California has wet winters. I needed rain boots. I needed boots mm -hmm. for the winter. Mm -hmm. And I'd go into a store, I'd look at this wide array of boots and then just turn around and walk out. Hmm. And I, someone, someone I talked to said, oh, maybe you're looking for the boots that you used to have. Mm. Okay. And yeah, so... Okay. There was something hard about replacing everything <laughs> and 
I realized, you know, I didn't replace probably most of what was lost in the fire because I realized things don't matter. It's relationships that matter. Yes, yes, yes. As I look back, the only thing I regret losing in that house were the marks on the wall that that documented the growth of our children. Mm. Everything mm. else, who cares? Mm. Mm. You know, that's some that's that's really powerful when you I grew up in Mississippi in a small town. Yeah. A lot of my family farmed. Uh, on both sides. And so when you said that about the fire, what were my, the visualized visual that I had in my mind was ever so many years, my granddad and my uncles and different things, they would set our fields on fire. Oh gosh. <laughs> they would set them on fire. And so as a little kid, of course, you don't know why they're setting them on fire. You're just watching. Um, but eventually, you know, you get big enough and I ask the question, like, why are you doing this? Why are you setting these fields on fire? Um, what, and so the, the short answer to that is every few years, uh, farmers do set their fields on fire in order for that next harvest to be more bountiful. <laughs> it, it allows, it allows the time, there's some time that you're supposed to allow the land to rest and then that fire is a part of God's amazing plan to burn off what was old, what was no longer productive, no longer useful. It may have been good, but that fire burns the good off and you produce great. Like the next harvest after you do that and after that rest period and what they till the land, everything that you grow was just so much better than the previous year or couple years crop. So. You know, when wow. you said that, it's like, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah and really, you know, <laughs> a destruction of the things that were not good and to give you that time period that you needed in order to grow. Yes. Bigger, that's better. A, that's exactly greater. what happened. So when I realized, and thank you for that story, because it it is a great analogy for what happened. Mm. Um, when I realized that things aren't important and relationships are the only gold we have in life mm -hmm. and the relationship I had was toxic, what was I doing? Mm. Why was I still there? What was I hoping to gain? Mm. So I left the marriage, which was the hardest decision I ever made. I had grown up putting everybody else's needs before my own mm -hmm. and leaving the marriage was the first time I chose my needs first. Mm, that's good. That's yeah. good. That is it's real good. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> that is, that is really good. I mean, as people, but especially as women, I mean, I'm not going to say dads don't because, um, dads do, you know, they're, they do. I, I don't want the gentleman that, our listeners, our male listeners to feel like, hey, we have those feelings. We recognize it. I acknowledge it. I know um, every time my husband has ever had to deploy or go into the field or do something that was a sacrifice that he was doing for the family, um, it created a friction there to where, okay, I've got to choose work instead of choosing me. 
And now mm-hmm. he gets to choose him. And so his decisions are a lot different. Mm-hmm. Um, but as mothers, I know we, we make that decision uh, a lot of times. A lot we, of times. A lot of times. And we and do it with a smile and nobody really knows that on the inside, you're not enjoying you're this dying. at all. You're dying. Like, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> That's what, I think I wrote that in a book. Yeah. <laughs> People thought I I was a successful wife and mother and, you know, government worker and inside I was dying. So So what, what I realized is that I needed to leave the battlefield in order to be able to see it clearly. Mm. When I was the recipient of rage and blame, I couldn't be anything but victim. Mm, mm. And okay. I needed to step out of victimhood in order to see the entirety of what occurred. Mm. I like I like that you had to step out of victimhood. That says so much to me about your inner strength. Because, you know, I don't think that there's a person alive that has not experienced some type of trauma that we had to overcome. Mm-hmm. But the difference between the overcomers and the victims, as overcomers, we made a choice yep. to become to be greater than whatever it was that has happened to us. And we continue to put one foot in front of the other to move forward physically, mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. And being a victim, like I'm not a victim, I'm an overcomer. Something happened to me. Mm-hmm. But the greatness that's in me, you know, that thing is in the past and I'm here present today in all of my greatness. And that's what's happening here. Like you're present here today in all of your greatness, the things that happened in your childhood, the things that happened in your marriage. But today in 2021, you're a successful entrepreneur and author and world traveler and so many other things <laughs> that, you know, victim is not even a word that should define you <laughs> at all. <laughs> I think um, whenever whenever there are several things that, that we give up our power and mm-hmm. victim is one of them, mm-hmm. whenever we are pointing the finger in blame at someone else, mm-hmm. we are giving up our power. Because when we point the finger and blame, we're saying they're doing that to us. Mm-hmm. And that means they're the ones in power. Mm. So when we can look at a situation, at a crisis in our life, and mm-hmm. see the gift in it, rather than pointing our finger and blame at it, that is when we have reached freedom. Mm, good. Yeah. 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 Freedom. That's real good. Yeah. That's real good. <laughs> <laughs> That's real good. Listen, I hope you guys have been taking notes uh, because there's been some great tools, some great things um, that Angela has given us It just in this conversation today that no matter where you are right now um, in your life's journey, We've got to go from victim mentality 
to victorious. I'm the victor. I'm the overcomer. You know, I'm just a super, I'm an achiever of my goals. So you want to make sure to write that down and, and take those notes and hit the replay button and come back and listen to it again and, and take more notes because whatever your story is, your story may not be Angela's story. It might not be my story. It's your story. And you're the author of that story. I hope and pray that you're taking notes. And so that as you continue to write out this story of your life, you have the tools that you need to become the person that you want to be. Mm, beautiful. Uh, you And you, you talked to us earlier about sharing some tools. Um, okay. So yeah, yeah, I want to make sure because I want to hear those, those, those tools next down. tools. Let's get those tools down. Let's get those tools down. <laughs> okay. So um, one of the tools is really a perception shift. Mm. And we've already touched on it because when we perceive that we are the victim of others, we give our power away. When we can shift and say, yes, this happened, and here's the role I played. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you're taking responsibility, but you're just looking at, okay, what role did I play in that situation? Mm -hmm. When we can do that, we are able to, to see, you know, when we look at a glass and we're looking only at one side, and this is all we see, we are not taking in the entirety of the glass. Mm -hmm. So when we can stop blaming and start looking at the situation and say, what role did they play? What role did I play? That allows us to shift our perception and make choices that are informed by our understanding of the mm. situation at a deeper level. Mm. Further, when we are triggered by someone's behavior, that is revealing they are holding a mirror up for mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. to see where we are carrying emotional energy that isn't serving us. Mm. Yeah. 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 And that was such a huge understanding for me to come to because I used to, when I first left my marriage, I ran around and said, he did this to me. He did that. He did this. Did he? And, you know, some of the stories were, were not great. Mm -hmm. um, and it's true. All of those things happened. But when he yelled at me for seven hours, I was sitting there allowing him to do mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. That was the role I was playing. Mm -hmm. When I take responsibility for that role, I am not his victim. Mm -hmm. I see that I made a choice. Mm -hmm. And we all have choices. Mm -hmm. Whether or not we accept, we do. We do have choices. We do. We do. We do. Yeah. So that, um, you know, I, I call it the, um, when we are triggered by someone, they're holding a mirror up. Mm -hmm. And 
when we can look at it from that perspective, it helps us to really see things from a larger viewpoint than mm -hmm. what we could see before. And then the last is what I call AAA. Actually, I'm going to correct that. I used to call it, um, you felt the feeling. So it, it was like F E something. And I didn't have an acronym for it, but I learned that um, there's a teacher, Dr. Donald Epstein, and yeah. he teaches AAA. Mm -hmm. It's accept, well, be aware, acknowledge, and accept. Okay. Aware, acknowledge, accept. accept. And this is with your feelings. So to be aware of a feeling, you just pay attention. Where Where is that energy showing up? Mm -hmm. How does it feel? Is it a sharp knife in your belly? Is it a pain in your head? Is it, you know, where are you feeling it? And what does it feel like? Mm -hmm. Be aware. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledging the energy. Mm -hmm. And then accept accept that it's okay for you to feel that way because there are so many feelings that we are in fear of for me it was anger um, for some people it's feeling unworthy for others it's feeling sadness yeah. And what we don't realize is when we push away a feeling, we're actually engaging it and, and putting it in our backpack and carrying it with us. Mm -hmm. yeah. So much pain in the world could be, it could be gone if we allowed ourselves to feel. So, you know, you, you, you made some powerful statements there that, we could probably take three or four podcasts to unpack those, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to make it really clear to the audience because um, my father was filled with feelings of unworthiness. And those were feelings he could not face. He could not allow himself to feel that way. So he escaped his feelings through alcohol. But the alcohol caused him to behave in ways that made him unworthy. And so it was this downward spiral of escape, which didn't really escape. It just made it worse. And so the amount of pain that he inflicted on his kids and his spouse and himself because he had to live with what he did. All of that pain could have been avoided if he could just face that one feeling. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's the, the very thing that he feared the most came upon mm -hmm. him in his attempt to avoid it. And it's, that was, that's why that, 
your statements previous were so powerful and probably would literally take a few episodes to unpack is because a lot of people in the world, period, Mm -hmm. don't have the wherewithal to face themselves, do that self-assessment and acknowledge what's going on, much less accept it and go through the other steps. It's like we want to run from it. And in our running from it, we run right into the very thing that it is we're trying to run from or not acknowledge or, you know, not come in. I I won't say an agreement because I don't want to, I don't want to, because agreement to some might mean I'm okay with it. That's not necessarily what what Angela is saying saying. at all. Right. You know, I can't fix the problem if the problem hasn't been properly diagnosed. Yep. And, and, And feelings and thoughts are energy Mm -hmm. because I've been practicing feeling for for years now and I I can identify a feeling, um, both my good and my painful feelings. Mm -hmm. I can identify them. I know where they feel and what they feel like. Mm -hmm. And that self-awareness is so important Mm -hmm. when when we're trying to manifest something in the world Mm -hmm. um you know there's all these books about the secret of the law of attraction and all this stuff the feelings are so important yes and so when we know how to call up a feeling of happiness Mm -hmm which I can do at a drop of a hat now mm-hmm. because I've paid attention to my feelings enough that I know how to bring up a feeling. Mm-hmm. But um, when we want to manifest, bring something into this world, we need to feel the excitement and the joy, the happiness of having this manifestation. Mm-hmm. We, if we don't know how to feel, if we don't pay attention to our feelings, we're never going to be successful in manifesting <laughs> that because our feelings are key to not only the magic in life, but mm-hmm. but I don't know, just living a, yeah. a really good life. It's it's. Like you said at the beginning, um, feelings aren't bad. Um, my my pastor was having a conversation um, with with us as the members of his church, and he made a comment once. And and let me just be transparent: at the time that he made that comment, I was not in agreement <laughs> at all. I was thinking to myself, "You just said that because you're a man." What? <laughs> It turns out he is a man, but he was right. <laughs> and, and and what he said was uh, feelings are indicators. Oh, it yes. Indi- it indicates if something is, if you, if you like something, if you don't like something, if something is in your, where you determine what good is or something is what you determine bad is. It's an indicator. And so based off of the type of feeling that you have about a person, place, thing, or an idea, 
what we have to learn how to do then is evaluate that and not make the decision based on the feelings, but dig a little deeper. Mm -hmm. And if it means not make a decision for a while, don't until you get to a space in your head where you can actually make a decision based off of logic and <laughs> not that feeling. And so I was not happy with what he said at all. <laughs> and yet it is. I I would have said feelings are information. Mm. That's all they are. They're yeah. information. Yeah. <laughs> and we we spend, you know, how how many people have turned to substance abuse mm -hmm. to escape feelings. Mm. So very true. Countless. How many people look Countless. at suicide mm -hmm. to escape feelings? Mm -hmm. This is why I write my books. Mm -hmm. Because I envision a world where everybody knows how to safely feel all their feelings. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they don't need to escape. Mm. That's good. That's good. Let's that's that that's a good transition. Let's let's talk a little, <laughs> give you a bit to um because we can do I mean the way um of how to become aware of your feelings, it, get to a place where you can acknowledge those feelings. And even, you know, more get to a place where I've accepted them and I learn how to manage them like that. That's a conversation that's probably continuous, uh, <laughs> for every, you know, for every person. <laughs> yes. And give yourself grace. Yes, that's good. Because yes. it's a process. Yes. Be aware over time. You'll get mm -hmm. better at it. Acknowledge. That's pretty easy because we all know how to say, oh, gosh, I'm feeling whatever. <laughs> Acknowledgement is easy. Acceptance is a different thing. Mm -hmm. But when we're not accepting the situation, mm -hmm. we are accepting the feeling. The feeling. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. So your I'm book series. Oh, yes, you yeah. can go into that. I do yeah, want to say one more thing about yeah, go ahead. Go, no, no, acceptance. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it's okay for me to feel this way. That's yeah. all it has to be. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Now we can move on. <laughs> See, that's a powerful statement. Now I want to talk about it, but we're going to talk about <laughs> we're going to talk about your book. We're going to talk about your books, and I mean, well, wait a minute. Let me say this: it's a powerful statement because so many people fight against accepting the fact that it's okay to have a feeling, no matter right. what it is, especially if it's something that society has deemed not okay, like anger. We've been talking about anger. And depending on, you know, the culture. Right. Anger well, could have a very negative connotation to it when anger in and of itself is not bad. I mean, it, no, I'm a Christian and being angry is not a sin. It's no. not a sin. And sometimes it's taught that like it is. No, the Jesus said, be angry, but sin Jesus not is what I became angry. Yeah, yes, Jesus was angry, angry when yes. he was in the, in the temple and and people were defiling the temple by mm -hmm. by overcharging and um you know they they were scamming. There's <laughs> righteous right. anger. Mm -hmm. And there's 
anger as an expression of displeasure. Mm-hmm. So there's different kinds of anger. And, it, and angry. it's okay to be angry mm-hmm. in any situation. Mm-hmm. How you deal with the anger is yeah. the question. <laughs> that's the, Now that's it right there. That's the piece. It's acknowledging and accepting your feeling of whether it's anger, sadness, uh, sorrow, you know, joy, whatever it is. It's then what we do in our response to that emotion is the thing that we have to become aware of. And well, yeah. And the other piece of that is whether we engage the emotion. Mm -hmm. So a feeling the biochemistry of a feeling lasts for 90 seconds. Mm. That's anything, a long time. Anything longer than that means our minds have engaged in the concept of the feeling. Mm. And the key is neutrality. Because when we engage and we grab onto that feeling and we hold onto it, it's not allowing the energy to flow. Mm. When we can be a witness to the feeling and just say, oh, gosh, I'm feeling this way. And oh, my gosh, there goes that energy. <laughs> <laughs> when we can allow the energy to flow, it actually leaves us. Mm. That's good. That's good. Uh, see, I told you. Three or four podcasts to unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that that statement, it you know, 90 seconds. So you you've got about a minute and a half, and that thing will flow right on through you if you allow it. But at one point in that 90 seconds, do we reach out, grab a hold to that feeling, whether it's a considered positive or negative feeling, and just hold tight and won't let go. Right. You know. It's it's the letting go of it part, or like you said, letting that letting that energy just flow and move through us. Well, is we the don't. Piece that, yeah, we don't think we can mm. because we have so much fear, and I think you know that's some kind of societal programming that happens in some societal societies and not in others. <laughs> but in our society, um, we don't think we can face. Mm-hmm those painful feelings. And one podcast, I was talking to a woman who um, she lost her best friend to COVID. Mm. And she, she started, you know, in the pre pre podcast, she's like, I don't know if I could do this. And I said, take a breath mm-hmm. and allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling. If you need to take five minutes to go into another room and cry, do it. Yes. Yes. Because you need to let the feelings flow. That simple permission she -hmm. gave herself allowed her to do the whole podcast without having a breakdown. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. The things that we need to give ourselves permission to do that and you're right it's, it is societal it is societal program is in in some societies and ours is one of them it's like amazing when i first heard that statement give yourself permission 
my thought was, why do I need to give myself permission to do something that should happen to me naturally? <laughs> you know, we won't dig into that one. <laughs> yeah, <there's, laughs> that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But listen, before we go, because I, I, I want to be respectful of your time and I was supposed to keep it to 30 minutes. Oh. And I do that when I'm having such a great time. I go over. But I, <laughs> <laughs> you have this amazing children's book series that um, we talked about in our free interview that just really will be it's a blessing. Talk to us, to our listeners about that children's book series and how we can get the books. Okay, so... The book series is called The Bella Santini Chronicles, and the books are written um, pretty much everything we talked about in the show is written into the books. <laughs> <laughs> so our, they're written so that our children can build emotional resilience mm. so that they know how to face their feelings mm -hmm. and they understand emotional triggers and they understand how to step out of victim. Um, those things are just written into the conversations between the characters. Mm -hmm. So the books are <laughs> engaging. I've had many people tell me, I couldn't put it down. <laughs> I was just going to read it for 15 minutes and three hours later. I <laughs> so, so kids aren't going to look at it and say, I don't want to read this because it's going to tell me how to do this and that. Um, they're, they're actually going to want to listen to the story. And I encourage adults mm -hmm. to read the books to their children. Because the adults, we weren't taught this stuff in school. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. The information can help the adults and yeah. it will help the children. But the beauty of a parent reading these books to their children is that it'll spark conversations mm -hmm. that they might not have had otherwise. That's beautiful. Now, are the books designed or targeted towards a specific age group of children or just children in general? So they're they're kind of Harry Potter-ish. They're okay. um, age 8 to 12 okay. or 13. That's good. And, uh, well, yeah, you know, it's like preteen. That's yeah. um, the target age. That's yeah. the time to teach them how to deal with their emotions because the emotions of teen years are completely yeah. <laughs> out of the box. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Having been a teenager and raised three teenagers, I know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was an interesting teenager and we have raised five teenagers. Well, we got one. He'll be tiptoeing out of teens uh next year in april but he's a lively teenager <laughs> right now <laughs> yes we talked about that <laughs> i have high hopes for him <laughs> he's gonna be a great man <laughs> thank you thank you thank you that is our declaration for him 
absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, Angela, it has been such a pleasure having you on, um, having you on the show today. I know that I've been blessed uh, by this time in this conversation, and I know that our listeners have as well. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, before we do wrap up things to a close, is there one more tool or nugget that you'd like to leave with the, the toolbox audience? I just, I want the audience to know, give yourself grace. Mm. We are hardest on ourselves. And when we can give ourselves grace, take a breath, now we're doing the best we can. We weren't given these tools. Now we have access to these tools. We can learn from them and we will step forth and life will get better. So if you're in that battlefield, breathe and know you're doing the best you can. Awesome, 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 awesome. And thank you guys so much for taking the time to tune in to Laquita's Toolbox. I am your host, Laquita Monley, and I look forward to our next episode and our next great guest on your favorite podcast listening platform. If you would, I would love to hear from you. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. If you love everything, I want to know what you love and why you love it. If you don't quite like a few things or you flat out hate it, I want to know that too. Tell us what we can do to improve because our goal, my goal here at Liquidus Toolbox is to provide you guests and tools that will help you grow in your life's journey as an entrepreneur, as well as tools for your own personal growth and development. Until next time, you guys be blessed. Have a great day. This has been another amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I'd like to thank you guys so much for the show today. I'd love to hear from you. We really want to get your feedback. I want to know if there's things on here that you love, and I do want to know if there's things on here that you don't love. So make sure to look in the show notes and find our calendar link as well as our email address because we want to hear from you. Go out to your favorite podcast listing platform and leave us a review. If you liked it, I want to hear from you. If you didn't like it, I really like your honest feedback on what we can do to make the show better. Again, if you liked it or if you didn't like it, we do want to hear from you. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. I'd also like to take this time once again to thank the sponsors of today's episode, and that's Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory store that is fearfully and wonderfully made. If you want to hear the message of Christ and Christianity, then go to their website at www.covenant-press.com. For the next 24 hours, you will get half off the purchase of $40 or more using discount code FAVORED at the checkout. Sign up and become a member to receive points for future purchases. Again, that's covenantpress.com, www.covenant-press.com. To get half off your purchase of $40 or more, make sure you put favored in that discount code at the checkout. Tell your friends and your family all about covenantpress.com so that we can all participate in sharing the message. Thank you guys so much again. This is Laquita Monley, and I pray that you have a blessed day.